Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom and good morning. This is Karen and I am your reader today. Today is Thursday, December the 28th. It's also the 16th of Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. Our parasha this week is Vayichai, which means he lived, and our reading today is going to be from Genesis or Bereshit, chapter 49, verses 19 through 26. Before we get started, though, let's take this moment to bless God and thank him for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And just for a little bit of context, we are in the middle of Yaakov blessing his sons before his death. God, attackers will attack him, but he will attack their heels. Asher, Rich is his food. He will provide delicacies fit for a king. Naphtali is a doe let loose, who offers words of beauty. A fruitful son is Yosef, a fruitful son beside a spring. Daughters walk along a wall. The archers were bitter and shot arrows, and were hostile towards him. Yet his bow was always filled, and his arms quick-moving, by the hands of the Mighty One of Yaakov. From there a shepherd, the stone of Israel, from the God of your Father who helps you, and Shaddai who blesses you, with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lie below, blessings of the breasts and womb. The blessings of your Father surpassed the blessings of the ancient mountains, the desire of the everlasting hills. May they be upon Yosef's head, upon the crown of the one set apart from his brothers. That was Genesis or Bereshit, chapter 49, verses 19 to 26. And now our reading in the prophets, we are reading in 2 Samuel or Shmuel Bet, chapter 3. Now the war between the house of Shaul and the house of David lasted a long time. While David grew steadily stronger, the house of Shaul grew steadily weaker. Sons were born to David in Hebron. His firstborn was Amnon by Ahinoam of Yezreel. 
His second was Heliel by Abigail, the widow of Nebal the Carmelite. The third was Absalom, son of Maachal, daughter of the king of Talmai of Gishor. The fourth was Adonijah, son of Higith. The fifth was Shavitiah, son of Avital. And the sixth, Ithraim, by David's wife, Iglah. These were born to David in Hebron. During the war between the house of Shaul and the house of David, Avner strengthened his position in the house of Shaul. Now Shaul had a concubine whose name was Rizbah, the daughter of Ayah. And Ishbosheth said to Avner, Why have you slept with my father's concubine? But Avner became very angry over Ishbosheth's words and said, Am I a dog's head from Yehuda? To this day I have been loyal to the house of Shaul your father, to his kinsmen, and to his friends, and I haven't handed you over to David. Yet today you are accusing me of wrongdoing with this woman. May the Lord do so to Avner, and even more, as the Lord has sworn to David. I don't accomplish this for him, to transfer the kingdom from the house of Shaul and establish the throne of David over Israel and Yehuda, from Dan to Beersheba. Sheth could not respond to Avner another word, because he was afraid of him. Then Avner sent messengers to David on his behalf, saying, Whose is the land? Make your covenant with me, and see, my hand will be with you to bring all Israel over to you. Good, said David, I will cut a covenant with you, but one thing I require of you. You will not see my face unless you first bring Shaul's daughter, Michal, when you come to see my face. Then David sent messengers to Shaul's son, Ishbosheth, demanding, Give me my wife, Michal, whom I betrothed to myself for a hundred Philistines' foreskins. So Ishbosheth sent and took her from her husband, Paltiel, son of Laish. But her husband accompanied her, weeping as he went, and followed her as far as Bahurim. Then Avner said to him, Go, return. So he returned. Now Avner had a word with the elders of Israel, saying, In times past you wanted David to be king over you, so now do it. For the Lord has spoken of David, saying, By the hand of my servant David, I will deliver my people Israel from the hand of the Philistines and from the hand of all their enemies. Avner also spoke in the hearing of Benjamin. Then Avner went to Hebron to speak in the hearing of David about all that was agreed to Israel and to the whole house of Benjamin. When Avner came to David in Hebron, along with twenty other men, David held a banquet for Avner and the men with him. Avner said to him, Let me get up and go rally all Israel to my lord the king, so that they may cut a covenant with you, and you may reign over all that your soul desires. So David sent Avner away, and he departed in Shalom. Just then David's soldiers and Yoav came from a raiding, bringing with them much spoil. By then Avner was no longer with David in Hebron, for he had sent him away, and he departed in Shalom. When Yoav and all the soldiers with him arrived, they told Yoav, saying, Avner, son of Ner, came to the king, and he has sent him away, and he has gone in Shalom. Then Avner came to the king and said, 
What have you done? Look here, Avner came to you. Why did you send him away? Now he is getting away. You know Avner, son of Ner. Surely he came to deceive you, to spy on your goings and comings, and to find out all that you're doing. When Yoav left David, he sent messengers after Avner. So they brought him back from the well of Sirai, though David knew nothing about it. Now when Avner returned to Hebron, Yoav took him aside within the gate to speak with him privately, and there stabbed him in the groin, so that he died on the account of the blood of his brother Asael. When David heard about it afterward, he said, I and my kingdom are innocent before the Lord, forever for the blood of Avner, son of Ner. May it whirl on Yoav's head and on all his father's house. May the house of Yoav never be without someone with discharge or za'arat, lame or one fallen by the sword, or one who lacks food. So Yoav and Abishaiah, his brother, killed Avner, because he had killed their brother Asael at Kivion in battle. Then David said to Yoav and to all the people who were with him, Rend your clothes, gird with sackcloth, and lament before Avner. King David walked behind the platform. When they buried Avner in Hebron, the king lifted up his voice and wept aloud at Avner's grave, and all the people wept. Then the king chanted a lament for Avner and said, Should Avner die like a senseless fool? Your hands were not bound, your feet were never put in fetters. As one falls before the children of iniquity, so did you fall. Then all the people wept again over him. Then all the people came to urge David to eat some food while it was still day. But David vowed, saying, May the Lord do so to me, and even more if I taste food or anything else before the sun sets. All the people took note of it, and it pleased them just as everything the king did pleased all the people. So all the people in all Israel understood that day that it was not the king's will to kill Avner, son of Ner. Then the king said to his soldiers, Don't you realize that a prince and a great man has fallen in Israel today? So today I am vulnerable, even though anointed king. These men, the sons of Zeruiah, are too hard for me to handle. May the Lord reward the evildoer according to his wickedness. That was 2 Samuel chapter 3. And now for our reading in the Ketuvim, or the writings, we are reading Psalms chapter 72. Of Shlomo Give the king your judgments, O Lord and your righteousness to the king's son. May he judge your people with righteousness, and your poor ones with justice. Let the mountains bring shalom to the people, and the hills righteousness. May he vindicate the poor of the people, save the children of the needy, and crush the oppressor. Let them fear you while the sun endures, and while the moon lasts, throughout all generations. May he be like rain falling on a mowed field, like showers watering the ground. Let the righteous flourish in his day, let shalom abound, till the moon is no more. 
May he have dominion from sea to sea, and from the river to the end of the earth. Let desert dwellers bow before him, and his enemies lick the dust. May the kings of Tarshish and the islands bring tribute. Kings of Sheba and Seba offer gifts. So let all kings bow down before him, and all nations serve him. For he rescues the needy, crying for help, also the poor and the one with no helper. He will take pity on the poor and needy, and the souls of the needy he will save. From the oppression and violence he redeems their soul, for precious is their blood in his sight. Long may he live. May gold from Sheba be given to him. May he pray for him continually and bless him all day. Let there be abundance of grain in the land. Let it sway on the top of the hills. Let its fruit be like Lebanon, and let people of the city flourish like grass of the field. May his name endure forever. May his name increase before the sun. And may all nations be blessed by him and call him blessed. Blessed be the Lord Elohim, the God of Israel, who alone does wonders. Blessed be his glorious name forever. May all the earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. The prayers of David, son of Ishai, are complete. That was Psalms or Tehillim, chapter 72. And now concluding with our final reading today from the Apostolic Writings, we are reading in Luke, chapter 4, verses 1 through 21. Yeshua, now filled with the Ruach HaKodesh, returned from the Yarden. He was led by the Ruach into the wilderness for forty days, being tested by the devil. Now he ate nothing during those days, and when they had ended, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are Ben Elohim, tell this stone to become bread. Yeshua answered him, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone. And leading him up, the devil showed him all the kingdoms of the world in an instant. And the devil said to him, I'll give to you all this authority along with its glory, because it has been handed over to me, and I can give it to anyone I wish. Therefore, if you will worship before me, all this shall be yours. But answering, Yeshua told him, It is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then he brought Yeshua to Yerushalayim and placed him on the highest point of the temple. He said to him, If you are Ben Elohim, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you, and upon their hands they will lift you up, so that you may not strike your foot against a stone. But answering, Yeshua said to him, It is said, You shall not put the Lord your God to test. When the devil had completed every test, he departed from him until another occasion. Yeshua returned in the power of the Ruach to the Galilee, and news about him went out throughout all the surrounding region. He taught in their synagogues, and everyone was praising him. And he came to Nazareth, 
where he had been raised. As was his custom, he went into the synagogue on Shabbat, and he got up to read. When the scroll of the prophet Ishael was handed to him, he unrolled the scroll and found the place where it is written, The Ruach, <clears throat> the Ruach of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has set me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free the oppressed and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. He closed the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. All eyes in the synagogue were focused on him. Then he began to tell them, Today the scripture has been fulfilled in your ears. That was Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 21. And while that concludes our readings today, for those of you that are reading through the Apostolic Writings twice this year, you'll also read in 2 Corinthians chapter 13 today. Until next time, Busy Mamas, this is Karen with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, wishing you Shalom from the Golan Heights. Thank you.